This might get me canceled or might not, but I'm just going to be honest because I was a dumb kid. God, I love this podcast so much. Jake Paul said something to me once. He said, if I walk on water, they'll say that I can't swim. Episode six of All True with George Janko. Um, Welcome back, guys. I got to be honest with you. We ran into some problems. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go through these problems with you guys. First of all, I'm on zero sleep. <laughs> I just came back from Australia. I was not supposed to do a podcast because we we planned ahead like good boys and girls, and we had an amazing podcast. Uh, it was honestly one of it was my favorite one that we've it done. Was so really far. Good. It, it was really it was my favorite one we've done. It was, it really was like fun. it was. <laughs> 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 I love you so much. Uh, we 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 had like a ball. We were very like. <laughs> like flowy with it and yeah. but the audio it uh corrupted in the sd card and uh so we're throwing that on my patreon it's going to be like shittier audio but i still it's think still listenable it's, it, I, well, I have no, it no, no no it's definitely a listenable yeah. listenable but it's not like it's not this good yeah. with your voice and stuff it's not crispy it's not crisp <laughs> <laughs> um so i was like yo i can't skip a day and i'm not posting a podcast that doesn't have good audio so i'm gonna not sleep. <laughs> I'm going to shoot this podcast. Forgive me if I'm a little bit delusional. You guys want to see what I've been dealing with? Let me let me show you. Reed, could you man the camera real quick? And babe, could you hold my drink so my skin doesn't flake into it? Ew. <sighs> make sure they get a good look. How does it look, Reed? <laughs> make sure they see my back and my chest. See that? That's, that's my skin. It looks like there's sand on it. It's mm-hmm. not sand. It's skin. <laughs> it got into your beard. Oh, God. <laughs> Ew. Do not throw oh, that that way. Flying around. <laughs> oh, you're shedding. I told you I didn't want it in my drink, bro. This is bad. Okay, let me get into your what happened. Landed on me. Wait, do a sound effect. Wait, do we have sound effects? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we got a new audio. Hold on, hold on. We're getting too, we're getting too excited. We're getting too excited. Hold on, hold on. Shit. God, I love this podcast so much. I love it. I love it. Because I'm all true with Georgie. Um, oh, wait, we have sound effects. Hold on. I got to do this real quick. <laughs> that sounded nice. That's actually kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Babe, say a joke. Uh, um, uh, how do you make a tissue dance? You put a little boogie in it. All right, nice. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was good. Let's see what this one does. Oh, thank you. Thank wow. you. Thank you. Is that going to get demonetized? Right there with that song? I don't know. Stop. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I like not wearing headphones <laughs> and seeing your guys' reactions to just nothing. How long does this last? You have to turn it off. You have to press it again. Nice. Nice. All right. We need the classic. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. By the way, the set is not what we're. I like so much, so much, so much skin. Um, (sighs) The set is is still. We're working on it, guys. We're going to get there. Uh, I think it looks pretty nice though right now. No, it's good. It's good. It's just I don't want them to think like, oh, they just moved everything. This is the set. No. No, no, no. We're still working on it. Still working on it. But let me jump into the story of why I've been. Waking up with blood uh, stains in my uh, in my bed because <laughs> oh yeah you didn't know that Jess I've been waking up with just blood all over I went to Bondi Beach okay let me just th- paint you guys out a picture I just went to Australia with my friends um, and Mike and and Logan they were like hey we're gonna be taking a jet 
to Perth. And uh, we're going to be doing all this crazy stuff. And then last second, they're like, hey, dude, the weight distribution on the jet, we have too much people going because KSI has his team. And they have all this stuff. And I say, hey, I'm out. Don't worry. I have family in Sydney. You guys go enjoy all that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend time in Sydney, have a great time with my cousins. I go. I hang out with my cousins. And he goes, oh, my. Yeah, my. Yeah, Bondi Beach. <laughs> By the way, he doesn't speak just like that. that, He doesn't speak like that, but for the rest of my stories, he will speak like that. Oh, thank you so much for my drink. Um, And he he goes, uh, I just got can't hear you. You want to come sit in? Does Jessica want to come sit in? (laughs) I'm going to try to get Jessica on this podcast one day. It's my sister. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I go to Bondi Beach, and he looks at me, and he goes, hey, dude. Put some, he says he's putting on a sunscreen <laughs> and like a lot, bro. Like he's lathering it on. And, and he lives there. He lives mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And he's lathering it on. He goes, my, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, nah, dude, like I'm totally fine. I, saw, I giggled at him. I go, ha, 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 you want a Middle Eastern man <laughs> to wear sunscreen? These sound effects are going to be the death of us. Yeah, everybody's going to unsubscribe. <laughs> uh, and and so basically, what? The, oh, by the way, does that record or do we just laugh at that? Does it go into the sound? No, yeah. It should. I haven't tested that. Imagine feature, like so nothing the whole time. Sorry, guys. I'm 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 running on no sleep and I'm I'm trying to gather myself. Uh, so you said me sunscreen what thank you babe mm-hmm. i love nice spell uh and i go no way because here's the reason why I've, I've been to mexico and in my heart i, I <laughs> oh oh well in that case so you know culture i know <laughs> and you know the sun no bro those people are brown brown like real brown and when i go there i become brown brown for one week i'm like real middle eastern out there and so i go oh I, i've been in that sun and i've been completely fine with no with no sunscreen and I thought that the sun was way stronger in Mexico because in Mexico you feel the like the rays on you, mm-hmm. um, and it turns out the UV rays is what you need to be worried about. Mm-hmm. So this one had like a nice breeze, and so I was like laughing at him, like, "Bro, what are you talking?" That's about? the most deadly is when there's a nice wind, mm-hmm. you do not know you're getting like, or you're around snow and it's like it's yeah. so cold, I couldn't possibly get sunburned. Yeah, but then it reflects off the snow, and you're you just can done get a for. sunburn in the oh, snow. Oh, the worst, what? bro. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Oh my god, dude. You almost killed my dog. Yeah, you almost decapitated him. She got out the couch Your so foot quick. almost went on his throat. You almost <laughs> killed her dog. Um, okay. Anyways, enough side talking to Jessica because the, the, the people that are watching, <laughs> they don't fucking see her. Uh, so basically, two days go by. Or, so the first day goes by. I'm like, oh, this sucks, bro. Like, I have a sunburn. And I don't know if anybody's ever experienced this, but let me walk you through uh, my most traumatic experience that I've ever had uh, when it comes to my skin. The second day I'm checking, or no, the third day, sorry. The third day I'm checking into a new hotel. Um, And you know when something bad happens to you and you can't find the source of what's going on? You start panicking, right? Mm -hmm. So I had a margarita really early in the morning. And you're probably like, Jordan, why did you have a margarita that early in the morning? Because I'm a degenerate. And I was on vacay. Degenerate? Traveling George is a different person, dude. No, here's a... When you get off a plane, you're you're a different person, bro. So Tanner left, uh, uh, my cousin's coming to pick me up and I'm like, okay, cool. Like I'm going to, I'm going to have a drink at this bar, by the way, um, in Sydney, when I was at the hotel, all of the, uh, all of the people working at the hotel were, uh, big fans of impulsive. So when we were at the bar, 
they were all kind of hanging around and asking questions and we all got drunk together while, <laughs> while they were working and then we went to a club afterwards all together guys I was smashed and I was like you guys are my brothers you gotta come out with me <laughs> no and he then, facetimes me and he's like babe babe look I made friends and he's like introducing me to the bartender friends. he's introducing me to this guy next to him that's on his laptop doing work and he's like yeah this guy's gonna be doing what blah 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 with me and then to this <laughs> right he's like this is my other friend bro and we're gonna he's gonna take us to these places take us out to di- and just, by the way he did yeah. he did he did he did yeah, we, yeah. we you went had a great out time i i, I uh, by the way I always tell people, please meet your, like the neighbors around you, bro. Like people are so scared to meet people around you, but like you could have a great time. And that was my mission. I was, I was out there. I'm trying to make some new friends. I want to go out <laughs> with them. Cause you dude, you got to blend in with the locals, Mike. You got to go out there. You got to really <laughs> feel what's down under. And Anthony Bourdain says that too. You got to go drink with the locals. You got to go to the local bars. That's how you really get to know someone. And by the way, mm-hmm. check. And it yep. was a great. Is there a train? Outside? Okay, I, I, I literally, I was this like, train oh, checks not to I'm on a lot of pain meds, so I was like, okay, am I, <laughs> am I hearing <laughs> shit? Did I just hear a horn? Uh, anyways, so uh, two days later, or three days later, we're going into this new hotel, and I feel like my body's getting a little itchy, and I'm like, this is a little weird. Why do I feel this way? So in my head, I'm like, was it the margarita? Did I? Am I allergic to some ingredient? Whatever. Move on. Bro. Like, literally in seconds, I start feeling my body's on fire, dude, and I'm like... This is pretty crazy. This is like intense pain. And not to like, I'm not sitting here being like, oh, I'm a tough man. You could ask Reed, you could ask Belle, you could ask my sister and anybody that really, really knows me. My pain tolerance is extremely high. Like if I get a tattoo, I fell asleep getting tattoos. Uh, when I used to uh, do anything reckless when I was a kid, and I hurt myself. I didn't even know I hurt myself. Like I have a very high pain tolerance. Not saying I'm a badass. It's just I have a high pain tolerance. My no, whole family he, does. He does. And even like when he gets like a cut, it like he, the next day it's healed. It's very weird. Yeah. So yeah, when I, I got in my nose fixed, uh, I got a, a, a deviated septum, and they asked me like, "Do you want to do rhinoplasty and like fix your nose?" And I go, oh, "Fuck yeah, I'm gonna look cute." So like they fixed <laughs> this little bump that I had on my nose, and uh, that week that I got my surgery taken off the gauze, I shot a commercial. No one even knew. I didn't even announce it to my audience that I like got a nose job because it healed so quick. That's nuts. Dang. So, That's so, nuts. so like I've had this a pretty noticeable spot too. Yeah. You know? I mean, I was kind of excited <laughs> that nobody knew yeah. and I just ratted myself out, but I don't care. I'm me. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we got so, a thumbnail. <laughs> the title. George <laughs> exposes himself. <laughs> Sorry. I'm itchy so bad. Um, so the pain started shooting up and it was like starting to get unbearable. And, and if I'm like, oh shit, this is unbearable. I'm like, there's something happening that's like not okay. Maybe I'm dying. So I, <laughs> first, first thing, I'm dying. <laughs> I, I asked uh, George, I go, you need to pull over. I'm going to, I'm going to throw up because the pain was so bad. It was like turning my stomach. And um, it, it basically, if, and like, this is the best way I could explain it. It felt like, have you ever, um, have you ever been cooking with a pan and then the oil hits your uh, hand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It felt like somebody poured all that oil on my back and I couldn't escape it. And it's like they just kept pouring more and more. And it literally felt like it was trickling down. So I'm like tearing up. I'm like, man, this is really bad. But I don't look like a bitch to my cousin. I might. It's just a sunburn. <laughs> I told you to use sunscreen, right? So I'm like, okay, I can't look like a dummy. So I, I'm like, yo, I'm so sorry. Like, can we go back to the hotel room? We go back to the hotel room. I start yakking, Reed, like just throwing up from the Dang, pain, just I'm, from pain. And I start oh. crying, and I call my mom, and I call my mom, and I go, I'm screaming. I go, I don't know what to do. Like I don't know what to do. So I'm putting like ice water on my back. I'm laying on like uh, ice packs. I'm like doing whatever it can. 
And um, it gets to the point where uh, uh, George is like, yo, dude, you got to go to the hospital. Like, this is not okay. Like, you need to go to the hospital. And I was like, I, I can't go to the hospital. I'm not paying $20,000 because of a sunburn, bro. And, and, and those of you guys that are that outside of the country, um, America is very expensive with healthcare. Very mm -hmm. expensive. I had flaming hot Doritos when I was a kid and my dad still won't get over it because I had acid reflex, ref, reflux or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And it, the bill was $8,000 <laughs> <laughs> because they picked me up and they took all the medicine. tests that they had to do. So in my mind, I'm like, bro, I don't want to spend 20,000. I'll just like, I'll try to figure out the pain in the meantime. But then it got to the point where I was like, all right, fuck. Now I really need to, I don't care about the money. Like I need to figure this out. Paramedic come, uh, turns out cheap. Like if I would have gone to the hospital in the ambulance, all that stuff, it would have been like 500 bucks. I've never heard of anything Damn. like could not believe it. Also, I was really upset with myself for waiting that long. Mm -hmm. I always say that like, you know, health is wealth. So like, don't worry about it. Like go get yourself checked. Um, but you didn't even need to like go in the ambulance. You could have just driven to the hospital. At, no, at that time I, I, I had to. Like it was really bad. They had to come and give me like really high pain uh, meds. Turns out they came and I thought they were going to be like, look at this, mate. You can't handle all son, you know? And uh, turns out, you could burn your nerves. So I burned my nerves. So the acid feeling that was going down was my nerves. Like they were like, I guess damaged. Mm. So yeah. Damn. So I, I've been peeling for a few days. How long were you out in the sun for? I, I would say like five, six hours. Wow. So I was out there for, for quite that's a, long. that's a, that's yeah. a long time, but also like well, that burns night, that bad, the sun must have just been mean that day. Oh yeah, when that night when he came home, he was super sunburned. I mean, it was like you know, have you ever been so sunburned where you, yeah, you can't even like, like clothes touching your skin, you can't even lay mm -hmm. down. He was like at that point, he couldn't even lay down. It was so painful. And then yeah, this was like what two days after? Three days after. That's and that oh, started. so I asked the guy. I go, wait, why did it? Why did I just start feeling it now? And he's like, your body went into shock. And I was like, damn, that's kind of cool. My, it went into fight or flight mode. 100%. Like adrenaline. But dude, I was having dinner. I went out for drinks. I had like the next day, I was completely fine. I, th I thought I was just going to look nice and brown. Well, we all have that moment when you come in from the beach too, and you're like, I'm probably going to be sunburned. And you look, yeah. it's like, oh, this, and you laugh <laughs> like, at first. Oh, and no. Then two I, hours I was, later, I was really red, bro. Like, yeah. I was, I was so much pain. But at first, it was probably shaking. funny. Like, before you really felt the true pain of it, you're like, oh, I'm in trouble. It, actually, it changed my experience on how I go to the. To the, <laughs> to the <laughs> oh, shit. No, it scared the shit out of me. Honest to God, I wouldn't wish that upon my enemy, bro. Like, it was bad. I just, you know, dude, I'm going to get so cheesy right now. But, like, when I sat there, I was sitting on um, on on the pavement, not the pavement, but the marble floor mm -hmm. on the ground. And I started crying, but not for me. I started crying because you see, you know, how you see movies or, 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 or documentaries or God forbid, you know, somebody or you go through it, God forbid, but cancer where your body's in like excruciating pain and there's nothing they could do to get out of it. I'm getting choked up right now thinking about it, but I, I laid down there and I was just sobbing because I was like, I know this is going to go away. But I couldn't help but cry to think like this is there's children that go through this and there's nothing and they didn't even deserve it. You know what I mean? They weren't yeah, like out they didn't in the do anything sun. Wrong. They were just sitting there. So I'm sitting there and I'm crying and I'm like, dude, like I just pray to God that like there is some type of medication that could take their pain away because being able to go through that type of pain and not know how to get out of it or try to even elaborate or explain it to somebody like I could it just broke my heart. No, sorry, I took a, a dark dip, but like... Well, no, it just, also, it's dark, but it just makes you appreciate what mm -hmm. you have, you know? Don't take anything yeah. for granted. Health, bro. It's so crazy how, like, bro, we always say, oh, we took our health for granted, 
But like when I was sitting there and like I was screaming into a towel because I could not bear like my nerves, like feeling like there's hot oil on me. All I kept thinking about was like, we don't even think like right now we're all good. Like I'm super itchy right now. It's burning, but nowhere near where like it was before. And I'm grateful for this stage. So like when we're, if you're walking around at work and, and you're complaining about your life or your legs or your arms, or if you're at the gym and you're sore and you're like, I don't want to do this. Just remember, bro, like you are super blessed to be in a position where you're not in agonizing pain at your base level. Do you get what I'm saying? Like your, yeah. your mm -hmm. foundation. So that really, really like, I, again, it sounds cheesy, but during these type of moments, I like to reflect and understand, like I take from the bottom, right? I collect yep. data and like what I collected there was like, it, it's easy for us to say like, oh, health is number one. But when mm -hmm. you go through something like that, you're just like, oh, my God, I'm great. It, it really just puts everything else in perspective. Mm -hmm. And I know that sounds so stupid and cheesy, like you're watching a Disney movie, but it's not. <laughs> really think about it. You're, you're complaining about a car you're driving or maybe a position in life that you're in, but it's like, bro, you're not in agonizing pain. Mm -hmm. also, I, I think people forgot that. Yeah, also it reminds you to like, like, you know, take those extra 10, five minutes a day to like do those things that you need to do to like keep yourself healthy. Like, you know what I mean? Like take your, like it sounds stupid, but take your vitamins, like drink that drink that doesn't taste so good, but it's good for you to take it every day. You know what I mean? Be on a good supplemental like routine, eat healthy, like all those things matter. You don't want to do it because oh, it's annoying and it tastes bad. But for the long run, like it's so, 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 so worth it, you know? And at least it reminds you to do that. Like, okay, next time I complain something tastes bad, just do it because it's better for you. Yeah. You know? 100%. Uh, and you got me into eating a lot more clean and like making sure I take my greens and she tries to make me take vitamins, but I, I just can't get into it. Uh, hopefully it's like the habit for me. I want to take them. I just, it's so hard to build a strong mm -hmm. habit. Mm -hmm. Like I'll be three days in and I'll be like, I'm doing it right now, but I know in a week or two <laughs> weeks from now, or even a month, like I'm just going to forget to do yeah. this. It's so hard to form a healthy habit. Could you move this light this way so yeah, I can see absolutely. it? Cause I'm like blinding by, uh, by looking at you. Um, I, I wanted to jump into this conversation about Patreon because I read like two, only two comments about this, but I still want to make sure that those two people that uh, that wrote this comment knows where my heart was coming from because I did see from their perspective. Uh, last week, I dropped an episode with Tanner Fox, and then we got into some mental health situations, mm -hmm. um, and we put it on Patreon. The reason why we put that segment in is because our guests might not be comfortable putting everything out on YouTube. And so he was like, hey, why don't we take this out? Why don't we do this? And I was like, oh, you know, would you feel comfortable if we put it on Patreon? He goes, oh, you know, honestly, if those people really need it, then yeah, let's put yeah. it on there. Mm -hmm. I forgot to really explain that to the audience. <laughs> I wasn't trying to make I it. I saw those comments when I was like, oh, I yeah. had no idea. That was a bad look. That, that it wasn't, it wasn't a great look. I just, I should, uh, I should re-explain. I, I bet I, there's a lot of people that watch me that know my heart and they knew that I'm not that type of person. Totally. Um, but yeah, if I, if I do put anything on Patreon, there's a, there's definitely a reason reason why I put it on it wasn't because of a paywall um and then the video that we're doing this week is with Tanner me Bell Reed and we kind of got into it. it was more of an impulsive vibe it was like us mm -hmm. all hanging out and having a good time but the audio kind of like breached we had something ready for Patreon as well we'll put that later on but yeah Patreon is is more um it's more intimate if that mm -hmm. makes sense so we get a little bit more deeper and a little bit we dive into things that we would not necessarily feel too comfortable putting on uh, YouTube where everybody could judge us or like understand like that. And I just wanted to clarify. I know that I only saw a few comments, but yeah. if I saw two comments or three comments and I know that there's other people that feel that way mm. and I just want to elaborate, like, please don't ever think that um, that's not what, that's not what we're doing here. Um, okay. I wrote some notes down on the, on the way here. Cause I, cause I like to, I like to prep 
for my podcast, but because this is a short notice of this thing, I, I had to write them. So forgive me for being on my phone. I, I don't I don't want anybody to think I'm I'm just being on my phone like checking out Instagram. Uh, what do you got? Well, first of all, I, I mean, I do want to talk about. I did go to the zoo and I and I met a kangaroo for the first time. Oh my gosh! I oh. would write that in my notes Dude. too. That's C- sick. Can we please put the videos next to me, like mm-hmm. while I'm talking about this, guys? My whole life, I've always wanted to meet a kangaroo. Like, I'm not even kidding, bro. Like, oh, God bless, dude. Like, a kangaroo to me, it's like, I don't know why. I think the intimacy of little Joey in the pouch to me was like, that's how I felt me and my mom were. I always felt like I was in her pouch. (laughs) And I always, I don't know, like, I don't like how you laughed at that. Just because (laughs) the comparison to wanting to meet a kangaroo. Well, because I I understand the relationship. felt like you were in your mom's pouch? I still feel like I'm in my mother's pouch. That's weird, bro. No, it's not. It's my mother. I don't know why you think that's weird. It's my mother. I would jump in my mother's pouch right now. Okay, we're gonna have to draw the line somewhere. I don't want to. I'm gonna. And in my Patreon, so I'm gonna pouch. be explaining very much in detail about the pouch and the warmth of my mother's pouch. We might even film a video. <laughs> uh, no, so so basically, uh, Logan. Uh, God, like, dude, like hanging out with Logan is just you know when you get to a certain level of success, they just give you shit. And so like when they give him shit, like I will like if it's a club with like crazy atmosphere and women, I'll hang back and chill at the at the club. But if you're gonna be like, hey, we're gonna take Logan and shut down a whole zoo and you guys could play with the animals, these are the days I thank God for Logan. Cause like, bro, like dude, this is imagine that. You go to the front you go to the zoo with your friends, that's a whole different experience. When your boy comes up, he's like, yo, they shut the zoo down. <laughs> we're meeting the real Tarzan with KSI, and we're just gonna be hanging out with little Joey's running around. And I was like, dude, yes. So we go there, we played with a koala. I have dude. a picture of me with a koala. Oh, oh yeah. He sent me a picture over text of like him in front of koala. It didn't even look yo, have real. You seen them, have you seen them fight? Bro. No, they give you chlamydia though, but it's fine because uh, I don't think you can catch a sound effect. One sec, I'm gonna look it up. It's so crazy. Wait, what do you mean they fight? Uh, when they like just wrestle their each war other. Sound. Their yeah, war sound. Their war sound. Their war sound. While he's looking that up, I'm gonna go into great detail of how I felt with this kangaroo. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> no, I, I need you guys to really just hear me out here. They're little claws. It, it, by the way, little ones. They're called joeys. And I went up, I approached the my first little Joey. So it's it, a baby kangaroo? Yeah, her name was Lily. Aww. It was a girl. Um, I, wa- <laughs> I walked up to Lily and she just, just like little <laughs> mighty, she got up on her, and she put out her chest and she like did this shit to me. She, she goes, and she like, she sized me up, bro. But I came at it in, a, in, a, in like a humble approach. I came like very low and I went too low and she's like, oh, he's a bitch. And she like fucking... She did one of these. No way. And the 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 trainer guy or the guy who takes care of them, he goes, itch her right here. Itch her right here. And I have a video and I'll show it to you. I found her spot and nobody could find her. I, I found her spot. <laughs> and she was doing she was doing one of these things and just like she kept hitting her head against my, my like right here. She was like this, like fuck, he got it. Like this is amazing. And then I stopped, bro, and it was the cutest moment I've ever had in my life. They have like these tiny little claws. She looked up at me. She stopped sizing me up, and she just reached out, grabbed me, and she pulled me. Bro. Stop, like Tommy. She, yeah, no, literally. No. When like, Tommy like grabs your arm. Yeah. As, as, as much as I love Tommy, he's right there. I know. That's why I have to whisper. Yeah. As much as I love Tommy, look, <laughs> he's looking at me. She had like almost hands. I don't. Your hands are doing something weird right now. Like <laughs> she had like almost hands. The <laughs> way she would like claw at me and like hold me, it was just like. She was like this? Yeah. Like a little human. Like a little human grabbing you. Okay. That was 
the second greatest experience there. So then I'm like, this can't get better than this, right? Then the trainer goes, I'm I. <laughs> I'm I. You want to see something crazy? And I was like, you sound like old Greg. Yeah. I, go, yeah. I, go, old Greg. I go, yeah, I would love to see something crazy. He goes, come here. <laughs> I like, where are we going? He goes, shh, come here. And I was like, okay. So we walked. And we're like, I going? would not follow that. I man. would. I would. 100%. He just showed me a, a kangaroo. He let me play with it. You let me play with your kangaroo. I'll go anywhere with you. <laughs> well, oh, okay. And so he's like, hey, come here. And so I walked up to him and he goes, look. And he pulls out a bait. And I'm going to pull up a picture. A baby kangaroo in a pouch. Inside oh. the pouch? In a pouch. Like he took it out of the mom's pouch? Well, because he was a baby and he didn't have a mommy. No. Yeah, I know. He didn't have a mommy. So then what? They made him a pouch. What was the pouch like? In the pouch. I could hold the pouch. <gasps> and, I, and I was holding the like pouch. Like you were the mom. And it was at that moment I know what my mother felt like when she gave birth to me, and she, I had, to, literally and she had to separate herself from me from her pouch. And I was like, I would never, I would, I, I could never do this. Yeah. And so I held it. Did you have post-pregnancy depression? Yeah, <laughs> postpartum. I'll get into that postpartum because I definitely did. Got it. God. I can't explain to you when I held this baby kangaroo, this little Joey, this little Joey in the little pouch, and I held him right here, and he looked up at me, and we made eye contact. And then I went like this and I rocked him. I did oh, a little, a little I did one of these, like I was bouncing because I was like, this is what your mother would do. She would bounce. So oh, I was like, yeah. just, I was just bouncing around like this. And he rested his head right here and he did one. He closed his eyes. He goes, oh. he goes, <laughs> if it was in America, I would have kidnapped that. <laughs> oh my God. I swear <laughs> on everything that I love, I want a kangaroo i don't care how it takes i don't care what i need to do i don't care how much it costs i want a kangaroo a lot of men they want lions and they want cheetahs <laughs> fuck all those pussy cats <laughs> i want a kangaroo Dude, they can be mean so though bro. yeah they grow up to be like speaking of mean animals listen no to no, this. no 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 i think <laughs> oh there's an ad i think oh, i think if you domesticate them but I mean, that's not good for them you know they're wild animals kangaroo no. jack i disagree bro i really do feel in my heart that <laughs> animals and mankind i'm sorry mankind were, were made to be together i swear i promise you it's in my heart i believe that we're all met i think the reason why it's severed is because of humans mm-hmm. i think humans have have disrespected animals and lost that balance between humans and animals but i really do feel that you take any type of animal, any type of animal, and you treat it with love and care, mm-hmm. I think it will give you the same respects. Yeah, and they'll, they'll remember you, and they'll remember that you gave them, like, love, and so they'll be, like, respectful with you. But I think, like, at the end of the day, kangaroo needs to be out in its environment, the wild. Okay, you know so, I mean? so yes, absolutely. I, I Like, for example, the love and care, mm-hmm. I don't think you could actually love something if you take it out of its environment. That yeah, it, yeah, you get totally. what I'm saying? So, like, what I'm saying is, like, we give them, like, all of the room that they can, but then we meet them in their home. Mm-hmm. And then we play with them and hang out with them and, like, yeah. make sure. Sh- I think that's how it should be. I think, like, the perfect zoo would be to have, like, acres and acres of, like, land mm-hmm. and have them be able to, like, roam and do whatever they need to do. Um, and then we could just drive up to them and be like, hey, hey, Joe, you remember me? And you'd be like, yeah, I remember. Yeah. You. <laughs> I'm so sleep deprived. Like you I'm find so them on your quad out, you know, in the miles yeah. land. You know? Are you going to play that sound? Yeah. 
That's a koala. One sec. Point your mic towards the speaker. That's their fighting sound? One sec. They really get into it. Can I see what it looks like? One sec. Let me fast forward a little bit. They're just biting the shit out of each other. Aww, they sound like little caricatures. They look ferocious. But they're so cute. I heard panda bears are kind of assholes. Is that true? I'm, yeah. Um, I don't know. They could be very violent. They could be very Yo. It uh, is a panda bear. Did you guys ever hear that story about um, the polar bear? Um, I think this was on Joe Rogan's, like he was talking about it. Hmm. I might be butchering this story, but like a polar bear was like, actually, I'm not going to tell the story because you don't know all the details. I don't know all the details. I feel like I'll fuck it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, c- could we talk about one thing? Is anybody at all scared of uh, World War Three by any chance? <laughs> anybody? <laughs> I mean, for the last year, I've been every day I get here. I'm just sitting on the couch. And at some point in the day, you go, Reed. <laughs> Do you, so you don't think we're going to get nuked. Every day. This is true. Every day. And hear me out. <clears throat> Do you not hear all these stories about these UFOs being shot down in America right now? Mm-hmm. I don't, th- I don't they're know. They're not UFOs, you, though. Not UFOs. They're, the balloon? They're weather balloons. Well, UFOs is balloons, unidentified but. objects, right? So a UFO could be from... But they're identified. They're from China. Yeah, we know what so they are. So everything's yeah. made in China, huh? Well, they're, they're balloons <laughs> that they sent over that said it was a mistake. No, 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 no. That's one. There's been like many more since. Mm. I, well, I wonder if they're doing that because, I mean, they broke our Air Force laws and then when we shot it down, then they got mad and said that we weren't allowed to do that. No, no, no. So I wonder if they're, <laughs> because they're mad that we did that, then they're sending more in, but I don't know the logic in that is. I'm not sure. I love you so much. Just imagine Bella at the podium, like speaking like, and then we shot, and then they were like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> just getting our news sources. Oh, I thought about this the other day. I just kind of wanted to uh, I wanted to talk about this. Mm. You know how we uh, we watch news and the prop propaganda? Mm-hmm. Propaganda. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it, like, messes with you? Yeah. You know, the conspiracies mess with you and then all that, and then it's like the fear factor? Yeah. We all thought that can't get worse, right? Because the news should be giving us, like, actual information that we could Objective. then decide. Yeah. yeah okay. And we're like, this can't get worse than that. But dude, it could get worse. Why are you going like this? Jessica's distracting me. I want everybody in the comment section to go, boo, Jessica. I'm already working on one brain cell, bro. (laughs) It could get worse. Because there's so many people making TikTok videos and YouTube videos are like falsely advertising fake news. Mm. And like making these conspiracies to the point where like people are genuinely getting so scared that they can't make any decisions, so it's going to get worse. Mm-hmm. Because before, there was like six, seven news channels that will make you get scared, and now it's like any time you're looking at a reel. Well, I think what it is, too, is that there's just a surplus amount of information about so many different things. And at the end of the day, I think it's really hard to like find out, okay, who is really, like, who's giving us the proper information and who isn't. Like, And also, too, when you're looking online, when it comes to like TikTok or videos or things like that, who's to say, like, what's their sources, right? It's hard to know exactly, like, who's giving us the real information, right? So Mm -hmm. that's, it's hard to, I think that's why. Um, I I wanted to add a new segment to the show, by the way. How was the lighting, by the way? Because the lighting is like changing. It's changing, but it's good. Does it look good on the cameras? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Because it's changing in here. 
Um, I wanted to add a new segment. You know how um, Bell has the TikTok news? Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way, we are adding the timestamps. Reed's going to be handling it the next uh, next video. Uh, sorry about that. We didn't know how to do that, and now we figured out how to do that. Did we do the last one? Yeah, We did that? Yeah. Oh, oh. nice. Yeah. Read, 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 read. Um, I want to add a new uh, segment <clears throat> to uh, this podcast. TikTok news is a more lighthearted, like very fun. Uh, it could go either way. If it could go deep or it could not go deep. I really, really like that. But mm-hmm. I do want to add a segment where it's called journals. And I want to actually take a few things that I write in my journals. Mm. And like things that I, uh, I I like ponder about, and okay. I, and I, what I want to do is ask you guys how you feel about them, and then I wanted to uh, then clarify how I feel about them, and I feel like that could be kind of cool. That could be cool. Yeah, share that what sounds dope. Yeah, right. Your like current thoughts, things that you're working through or understanding. Okay, this is what I wrote. Do you know how when you're being kind to somebody? Mm-hmm. Th- these are for the people that are actually like kind-hearted and they like love their neighbors and they're and they're there for them, right? And a lot of people could relate to this. Where do we draw the line? So when people are blatantly disrespecting you, being greedy and taking too much from your time and your heart, and it starts becoming draining and emotionally toxic to the point where your emotions are now blended in with theirs and you become something that you're not. So for example, you're trying to help somebody with uh, their anger problems and then it gets to the point where like you're getting starting to get angry because like you're you, they're starting to take from them energy's infectious exactly you know? so where yeah. do you draw the line and when do you like separate yourself from people that want to learn and be better and you're actually helping them grow mm-hmm. or people that are just blatantly disrespecting you taking you advantage taking advantage of you and and being uh, very greedy of your time and energy mm. yeah i think that's the thing and i I think that's like a balance that you're like always learning how to deal with, right? Because it's the kind of thing where it's like, obviously you want to help your friends and your loved ones as much as possible, like regardless of the circumstance, because like you want to be there for them. But I think it's just, it's drawing that line when it starts to affect you personally, right? So like offering your help and your resources as much as you can, because that's what you are like meant to do but then once it starts affecting you like physically or mentally then I think that's when you kind of start to like put that distance or you put that boundary um so that it doesn't affect you as well you know what I mean so if you're able to be there for somebody and you know okay I can separate myself from the situation it's not affecting my life my relationships my work like okay then you can keep on helping that person but once that line is blurred if it things start to blend and it starts to like affect the things in your life then i think that's when you like kind of give yourself that distance in that space yeah. <clears throat> what i'd say is i know i'm around somebody that i really like when they make me feel the most like myself mm. like when i'm comfortable around somebody you know like somebody you've been dating for a long time an old best friend and it's like you can you can be stupid you can be anything and it's like oh wow i forgot i'm really like this you know that's how you find somebody that's good for you mm-hmm. and i think uh, the opposite is true for somebody that isn't good for you. Is like they make you feel like somebody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Very they 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 pull well you said. away from who you really are. Mm. And <clears throat> like you know how like as in teenagers and stuff. There's I'm sure you can think of people in your memory or stuff. Uh, people who are trying to find who they are, and it's very clear they haven't found it yet. And usually, probably it's because their home life or people they want to impress. 
Uh, but it's like, oh, dang, they're they're just not who they are right now. You know what I mean? They're yeah. trying to find who they are, and yeah. they're not around the right people. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's yeah. really like case by case almost because totally. yeah, sometimes exactly like you could have known somebody f- for so long, and you know that this isn't how they really are. So you know they're just going through like a time right now in their life, and so you're like, okay, like. I'm going to stick this through because I know that this isn't them. Right. Mm -hmm. But then sometimes it's like, okay, I've given you the time. I've had those tough conversations with you that were hard for me to have, but I'm going to have them because I love you. I've, you've done everything that you can to feel like you help them, but then nothing's changed. And I think that it comes to a certain point where you're like, okay, if I've gone through this with you like five, 10 times, then you have to be like, all right, now I need space for you to try and figure it on your own. Because sometimes you could yeah. be helping that person, but then at the same time, you could also be, what's the word I'm looking um, The word T-tab? Like, yeah, you could also be enabling mm, yeah, that person. Totally. You're like, okay, maybe you need that time on your own to figure out. And like, you can't do the work for somebody else. I think we talked about that last yeah. podcast episode, you know? You have to want People to. don't change unless they really want to. I love that. Um, on the last podcast that got, uh, is, is going to be uploaded to Patreon, I gave Belle her flowers and I was like... I. You made oh, me that's a, what I'm referencing. Yeah. yeah. I, you, so, and I want, I'm actually really excited about this podcast and how us three would be jumping on and talking about things because uh, I just want to get into two things before I discuss my point of view. Bell made me a better man because when I came into this relationship, I brought very, very toxic uh, uh, energy from my last relationships and how I was treated into it. And one time, the one time I did it, her reaction of silence and the way she still treated me like, a, a good man immediately made me to be like, oh, okay, dude, like I have to change. And I, what I'm trying to get at is the best way to have somebody change is through action. Mm-hmm. I watched this beautiful woman be so like amazing inside and out that it made me want to better myself as a human being. So one, I wanted to give you your flowers and say like, I love you. Thank you so much for, for um, making me a better man than I am when we first met. Uh, Reed, you. when I met you, I remember I was lost because I was working with a lot of people that were uh, uh, taking from me too much. Yeah. And I asked God, I go, God, I, I can't do this anymore. I, I'm just, I can't do this alone. I'm exhausted. The people around me are, are, are taking from me and, and they're never giving. And I, I just started getting exhausted. And Greg told me, he goes, why don't you put a Craigslist ad? And we always make jokes about that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I just got a partner. I think I got a really good friend. And you helped me w- throughout like the hardest years of my life, bro. And forever, you'll always be my brother for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I'm excited that you're on this podcast. And the reason I put a mic on you and I f- kind of like pushed on it is because you helped me out mentally so much through your actions and your point of views. Your ability, because you grew up with... Um, situations that you were talking about when it comes to your mental health yeah yeah and, yeah and it was such a different approach to life that i was just it challenged me as a human being i think there's people that think they're good men and i proclaimed that i was a good man and i realized through watching you that you were a better man than me and and, and enticed me to be a better man damn and so i just want i wanted to say thank you for being who you are yeah. Because you're very silent and quiet and humble. Um, there's people like me that talk a lot and they, they proclaim a lot, but they don't have enough to show. And you taught me that I should talk less about what I've done and, and really do more. And uh, I just wanted to say thank you for that. Yeah, and for everybody listening, that's not the first time George has told me that. So don't think that that's <laughs> like, like... No, I, 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 I tell you You're that. very good at, at 
expressing how you feel to people. It's I something that, that I really appreciate about you. Thank you. And one thing that I think that I brought to your life that you didn't have necessarily is one patience. I think like you just move at a very, very fast speed. Um, and I'm, I kind of like the slower route a little bit. <clears throat> it's, it's a lot more enjoyable. Totally. And then the other thing that I think I, I brought was I'm just a good listener. I don't always say yeah. the right thing. I don't always have the biggest advice, but I'm, I'll be there 24 seven to just listen, you know? And sometimes that's all somebody needs is mm-hmm. it's a, lot. I, a majority of the time. Like I'll give you advice sometimes. And sometimes maybe I'll say something you didn't know, but a majority of the time you arrive at the right answer. You just have to have somebody there to actually listen to what you feel mm-hmm. and you'll arrive at the destination yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's something to appreciate a lot. Some people, a lot of people don't have somebody that'll just listen to them, you know? Yeah. And you did speak, but it was like a, a very sharp swing of a sword. It was like yeah. very <laughs> rare, but when it hit, it cut deep. And mm. I was like, damn. Okay. I remember our first trip to Portland. We just like walked around. We were talking. Yeah, that was, I remember that. Trip I just like remember yesterday. I was like, damn, like God didn't just send me a, a partner. He sent me somebody who's going to really mentor my mind when it comes to like patience and like understanding other people's point of views. And like, I was very uh, quick to be like, nah, I don't get it. Get the fuck out of my face. And like, yeah. That's such a deadly and like a very virus attitude. Like it, it not only kills yourself, but it kills your atmosphere around you. And, mm. and so like, I just wanted to thank both of you. And then the reason why I'm even here in the first place and why I'm continuing to be here, Jessica, uh, I didn't want to come to LA when I first came here. I was too scared. And uh, she said, she'll never talk to me again. I'll never forget. She was sitting on the couch. I was about to walk out to the patio and I told Jessica, I go, you know what? I'm going to build a recording studio on top of dad's liquor store and I'll just call it. You know, I'll just do that. And she looked at me and she goes, my whole life, you've been the most bravest human being. She goes, don't quit on me now. And I, and I was just like, fuck, okay. Damn, so like I have goosebumps. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I, went to, I went to LA and I was terrified, but I did it because I, I wanted to show my sister you shouldn't be scared. And through that, wow. I got blessed with an amazing life. And then when things got really rocky for me out here, and I couldn't handle it, and I needed a foundation. And my parents always tell me that family's foundation. I called my sister; she was working um, at Apple. She just got her promotion. Uh, she j- she was climbing the ladder that she's been wanting to. She's obviously fucking loves Apple. We always know about that. <laughs> and uh, like a little too much. She immediately dropped it for me to come out here, and I'll never forget that. You three are the reason I'm here, undoubtedly, and I appreciate all of you guys. We love well, you. I appreciate you. The re- and so when I was in my journal. Uh, and I was reflecting, where do I draw the line? I thought about myself, about all the times that I uh, was a piece of shit, all the times that I was a good man, all the times that I was weak. And I realized through, the, the, through this journey, all the times I was really uh, disappointed in myself were the times that I was not in a good mental state. So then I took the, the perspective of, okay, well, how can I draw that line? If I look up to my God and I ask him to send me a reed or a bell or a Jessica, even through those times where I was a bad person, I wasn't a good man throughout these situations, but he still saw me and he gave me grace. How can I look at my neighbor and say, no, 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 I have to draw the line. Mm -hmm. So I sat there Mm -hmm. and I pondered and I go, where is that line? And so when I thought, okay, well, what would I need the line for? And the line was for exhaustion, right? Like I can't let this person take too much from me. And then I realized, okay, well, am I attacking this person or am I attacking his demons? And it really is their demons. A lot of people, when they're in a bad spot, they're dealing with their demons. So I go, okay, well, if I'm dealing with their demons and I'm going to get exhausted, well, what if I use God? 
and then so I realized that I have an untapped, I mean, a, 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 it's, it's, it's a source that it can't be dried out. So it's not my energy. But if I'm going to use a biblical reference or spirituality, I have to not draw a line, but I have to draw boundaries. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think, I think of my father in heaven as a father, right? So if I'm looking at my son, so now when I give myself guidance, I pretend that it's I'm my own son, right? So it's like if I'm looking at this son of mine, I wouldn't want him to help others if it's going to hurt him. But if he could help others by sending boundaries, not a line, not like, oh, if you cross me, you're out, you're done. But it's like, hey, don't treat me this way. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like if they can't obey those laws of yours, then it's them who's walking away from you. And it's not yeah. you walking away from them. So I've came to the conclusion of this. I don't need to draw a line in the sand saying if you cross this line, I'm done with you. I'm drawing boundaries saying do not cross these or you are leaving me. Because have you heard the saying, um, I'll do it for you and you do it for me or something like that? Like, uh, It's kind of like I, I'd rather listen to I'll do it for me. I'll, mm -hmm. take, I'll take care of you. That's what it is. I'll take care of you if you take care of me. And I'm starting yeah. to realize, I heard this wise man say, it. he goes, that's selfish. He goes, I'll take care of you if you take care of me. Selfish. The better conclusion is, I'll take care of me so that way I could take care of you. So you take care of you so you could take care of me. Mm -hmm. And I kind of like to reflect our relationship. And our relationship is, I'm never telling you what to do. I'm never saying, Belle, these are what you have to accomplish to be with me. Or these are the do's and don'ts. I just say, hey, these are things that I would love my family to, to have. Respect, integrity, uh, and righteousness. I don't want to conflict with my morals and my love. So when I set these boundaries, I'm not saying, if you cross this line with me, you're out. Mm -hmm. It's, do you want to be a part of this garden that I'm growing? And a lot of people watch movies and they go, oh, I need my other half. I found the most amazing woman in the world. And the first thing I told her is you're a full woman. You're not a half woman. God didn't make you to be a half a woman. He made you full and he made me full. So that way we could come together and have a partnership. Mm -hmm. So the reason I wanted to bring this up is in my heart of heart, in any partnership, in a relationship with a man or a woman, a business partner, a family or friends, you don't have to draw the line. By the way, this is my point of view. I'm just clarifying. You don't have to draw the line in the sand saying, yo, if you cross this, I'm done with you. You just set boundaries for yourself because I've realized that kind people are too scared of sending boundaries because they're like, oh, they're going to leave me mm -hmm. or they're going to get mad at me. Yeah. And the truth is, if one person cannot love themselves, they can never love you. Mm. Which, yeah, I think it's it's such an important thing to, like, remind yourself, like, okay, I need to set these boundaries of, like, what I'm comfortable with. This is what, you know what I mean, like, I need from you in order for us to work. Because, like, I know personally, like, I'm such a people pleaser, such a people pleaser, that I'll just, like, keep taking it because I'm like, oh, I, I don't care. I can handle it. Like, I'd rather be hurt than them be hurt. So, like, mm -hmm. it's all good. Mm -hmm. Like, run over me, you know? Yeah. But then it's important realizing, like, okay, like, you can't do that. And like setting your boundaries of like when when is it enough or like being like okay I'm just gonna take some space I'm gonna take like a little bit of a step back because this isn't really fitting me right now this is affecting me and like so what you're saying is really great because yeah it's so important to set boundaries for yourself and for the people around you and it's not in a mean hard. way it's just, hard too yeah it's really it's hard, hard setting boundaries mm -hmm. yeah no it is because you're scared of losing your loved such ones. a healthy 
thing I, to learn though. I get why I used to get so this sounds so disrespectful, but you know what? If I'm gonna have a podcast where I want myself to grow and I also wanna um, help other people grow from my point of view, I gotta be honest. I would laugh, and this is, might get me canceled or might not, but I'm just gonna be honest because I was a dumb kid when I was younger. I used to get so mad and laugh at women that would stick with men that would hurt them. And I never understood that. And I never I was unapologetic to that. I'd be like, you're fucking stupid. You're dumb. You're staying in that relationship. Until I grew up and realized the only reason I judged them is because I did that to myself. I stuck around people that would hurt me because I was too scared of letting go of them. And it's so sad that as humans, all we want is just a good relationship with somebody. We want to feel safe and loved. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we stick with somebody that hurts us because they show us a glimpse of love and we're so scared of losing that glimpse of love. Mm-hmm. So my my rerouting theory to myself is, one, I have to learn how to love myself properly. And to love yourself properly means you can't let people walk on you. Because if you're setting the standard on yourself, then you're just opening the door for anybody to come in and just sit on you and stand on you and spit on you. Like, yeah. You like have oh, to be respectful George to yourself. Will, George, it's okay because George will be okay with it. Like, no, guys, don't worry. Like, George can handle it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's that, yeah. And also, it's I don't know good. if you feel this, but like, I feel like if I try to check somebody, like, it comes off rude. Like, I'm like, yo, why are you talking to me 100%. like that? Or blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. like, I, I feel like an asshole. Yeah. And the reason why I feel like an asshole is because, like, a, like a big dummy I was, I would get so angry and then just keep all these emotions bottled up. Build up resentment. And exactly. But in these times, what you're doing is not only building resentment, but you're making up situations in your head. Mm-hmm. You'll see what's real, and then you'll be like, and if he was here, he would do this, this, and that. And it's because you're just not doing the one thing. And it's it's truly because I'm a coward. I am a coward of a man. I won't approach the people that do this and say, hey, I don't like the way you talk to me here. I don't like the way you do this, this, and that. Because I'm a coward. And so like, I need to level up and be an actual man about it and be like, hey, I'm going to sit there peacefully and discuss what's on my heart mm-hmm. and tell them, hey, like, you got to stop walking on me. I can't be biting the back of my tongue every time you do this because I'm starting to resent you. Yeah. And if you approach any situation with kindness, like kindness, calmness and like peace, they can't hate you for it. And if they do, it's just because they can't accept what you are telling them. You know what I mean? Like if I come to you and be like, listen. This has been on my heart. This is how it makes me feel. And not putting it on them, but just being like, this is affecting me. It's making me feel this way. I feel like maybe we've come to this roadblock. They can't hate you for it. And if they do, it's just because they can't move forward with the the advice that you're giving them. You know what I mean? With the criticism that you're mm-hmm. giving them, they can't either accept responsibility or they just don't want to change it. And if that's the case, then, you know, that relationship maybe wasn't for you. There's also yeah. one more level to things. The, the friends that you love, like truly you love, but they'll never see your perspective. Mm-hmm. How, how is everything? Good, good. Um, that could get intoxicating sometimes. And sometimes people yeah. will be like, yo, like I've tried to talk to this person. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that do that and in your heart, you feel like, oh, I still have to stay in my heart. I know, right? In my heart, I know I still have to be here for that person. This is what I say you should do because it's been helping me tremendously i've been praying a lot not just for the person that i'm praying for but for me so like for example if reed i'm just going to give you an example this is not a true situation but if i came to work and reed was treating me ill every day we were working together 
And I've had a shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, George. You don't uh, talk about this. Yet. I mean, Bell. I mean, Bell. <laughs> Bell was Bell was hurting my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> if I came to read and I was like, "Hey, man, this is like you, you know, like you should work on this, bro," and it's just like it's not going through, right? But you still love him because you know he's a good person, which like I would know, like, oh, Reed's a good person. He's just going through it. At this point in my life, I go, okay, well, I'm not just gonna stand still. There's still a lot of learning curves that I could have for this. And so what I've been doing is I've been asking God to give me wisdom, first of all, to see it from his perspective. Because sometimes when you want to see it from your perspective, it's not a great perspective. It's your perspective, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I asked to see a better perspective. So I asked for wisdom. And then I asked for strength. Because sometimes when you're at a level where it's too much weight, you can't bear it. So instead of just being like, oh, God, take me away from this, I want him to give me the strength to endure this. And I always, I always say apply 10 more men of this. So like, for example, if Reed was, is hurting my feelings and I couldn't deal with just even dealing with Reed, I say, give me the strength of 10 men. So that way I could deal with 10 Reeds instead of me being like, okay, I'm done with Reed. I'm walking away. I think that if we just trusted our prayers and our process, we would go a long way. Um, I just realized what, um, Amin means, you know, when you say amen, when you're, when you're done praying, mm -hmm. Which is crazy. I've been saying this my whole time. My whole life, I thought Amin is like, all right, peace. Like, you know what I mean? Like, all right, <laughs> all right God. Like, thank I, you. I accept all right, let's it. wrap. Cool. And let's wrap it up here. Thank you so much. Amin. <laughs> and, and, or like, I mean that. You know what I mean? Like, By the way, he's saying, he, he's saying Amin because. That's from my uh, yeah. uh, ethnicity, but Amen. 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 Uh, Jessica, do you know what Amen means? Uh, yeah, it's like, let it be. No. Or so be it. No. No? Mm -mm. And it is actually... Uh, amen comes from our language of Assyrians, from Amin, mm -hmm. and uh, it means believe. No so when you're done praying, you're not just saying to God, because so the, one of the disciples asked God, like, oh, how do I pray? And, and, and in the context, it says Amen, right? But it means believe. Believe. Best like, believe it. Best believe it. Like, if you're going to pray for <laughs> something, believe. So if you have a lot of anger in your heart, or if you're struggling with the situations that you have instead of asking God to take them away from you why don't you start asking to endure them and then when you say amen believe in it mm. believe in it start believing in your prayers because it makes no sense to be in a relationship with anything and not believe in it mm. I wouldn't want to be in a relationship with Bell if I don't believe in it mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to work business with you if I didn't believe in it right I wouldn't want Jessica to come out and help me with my work if I didn't believe in it if I'm talking and I say, Amen, start, remember, when you say, Amen, at the end, don't skip that. Don't just talk to God and be like, all right, see you later. Say, Amen, but say it in your heart. Even say it in English, too. Be like, Amen, and I believe. Mm -hmm. Like, And also, side note, if you don't believe, and you're like, well, dude, I don't believe, <laughs> ask God to give you more faith to believe. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. No, but it is great awesome. knowing what Amen means. It's crazy that, because we were talking about this the other day when you told me what you found out what it means, like it's wild some things we just because we just learned it we're just like and we just say it so we've just been saying amen and we don't even know what it actually means so praying and then saying amen at the end with actually knowing the true meaning behind it i feel like makes such makes such a difference you know i'm actually really excited you brought that up because i forgot about something so tanner and i uh we were going around uh and we were discussing a lot of deep things and we were praying about it we were at the park for like two hours just saying prayers and like praying about for friends, praying for us, praying for everything, right? And uh, we, we go out and we're always, we wanted to go get drinks at a bar, correct? And every day 
we would go get out of our hotel, grab a grab an Uber and drive somewhere. And and two times we drove somewhere we couldn't find a thing. Mm. We could not find anything. We're like, this is fucking lame, bro. Like, what? <laughs> like this is how does this city suck so bad? <laughs> and then one day I get out of the hotel. And I'm just talking and I just, I saw something on the other side. So every time we went to go get an Uber, when we got, we went right. And this time I saw left, but it looked like nothing. It looked like it went to like where you throw trash away or whatever. Right. I go this way, read. The whole city's right the there. The whole city's right there. <laughs> the whole city's right there. There's hundreds of restaurants. People are walking around everywhere. We were no in the back way. of it. And, and I started laughing and I go, how many situations have we been in life when we were just like trying so hard to go this way and we keep going this way and we keep going this way and we're finding nothing. And then one day we're like, you know, let's just try this way real quick. And then it's more than we could ever imagine. And then it was yeah. there the whole time. The whole time. Yeah. That's why it's like stubbornness can really like, can really kill you because oh, if you're so 100%. stubborn and like, no, I know best and I know this or no, I want to do things my way. You're not letting things to be open to have like new experiences and if you're just kind of like oh well we'll be we'll be like let's figure it out as we go or you know it might not be what you want to do but you know it, you know what this is what my friend wants to do so i'm gonna do it don't yeah. be so stubborn and being like i don't want to do that that's lame like be open to be like okay i want to do what he wants to do because you might have like the best time you might not you might hate it but then you know that you don't like it like you just never know what might come of talk something. about finding a better way to learn who you really are than trying new experiences. Yeah. 100%. Like, being open to things. Come on. That's how you really learn who you are. Yeah. 100%. I, I, uh, I want to, I wanted to close off this podcast with one thing. I read a com, I read a few comments, uh, but there was one that stuck with me. This guy goes, Hey man, big fan of you, but it's too much religion talk. I'm out. And it, and it conflicted me for a split second. I was like, Oh, maybe it is too much. I don't want cause I, I still want to be a comedian. I still want to go out, have fun. But then I just paused and I go, what the, what am I doing? Why is it that we could be on a podcast and I want to be a comedian, right? I want to go live normal lives. I want to go to the bar with my friends and drink. I want to, I'll be honest. I want to go smoke weed sometimes. I want to, uh, uh, I have sex with my girlfriend. We're not married. I'm not a perfect man, but why is it that we get on a podcast and we could talk about hoes? We could talk about money. We could talk about all these things that if you listen to every rap song, they talk about the same shit. Over and over and over and over like a fucking hamster wheel, bro. Over well, to be fair, same with country songs. Over like, and over. But just trucks Don't you and dare talk about just country trucks songs. and beer. Like it's, it's <laughs> That's just a different not thing. true. But I'm just saying like yeah, the yeah. topic that everybody talks about <laughs> is just a redundant topic and nobody's sick of it yet, right? Yeah. But when I bring up stuff about my spirituality, God, or things that could actually bring you to a better situation, help you like reflect and i'm not saying i have all the answers but like i at least want to have a conversation that has more depth than bad bitches on a pole mm -hmm. do you get what i'm saying like and then this is the this is the this is the comment that i get is i'm out i can't do it and it and i realize something i rather have fifty thousand people that watch this that want to better themselves and be good to their neighbors and actually improve in life than one million motherfuckers that don't give a shit about anybody but themselves and having fun I think also I don't it, care about that. Yeah, it's like if you're gonna have a podcast Amen. and you're gonna be talking about the things, yeah, if you're gonna be talking about the things that you know that you're learning or that mean something to you, how could you not talk about it with the faith that you have because that's who you are and mm. that's literally how you make your decisions in life and that's how it helps you through things. So you have to be all true to yourself, even I'll, on your podcast. Also, I, I wanted to apologize to uh, you guys if I talk over you, if I get excited, or if I like. Because I read comments like, dude, hey, let them speak. And like, I think when I first started this podcast, 
I'm just putting my heart on the table. I, I was really nervous to do without Mike and Logan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I'm trying to do is make sure that they have content that they would watch and come back. Cause that's what my brain was set out to do. Right. Make sure that people want to come back. They want to like, and subscribe because this will grow and mm-hmm. then it'll do better. And like, and if I'm going to live up to the name of being all true is like, bro, like, uh, right now, I think I'm not great at podcasting, but one day I'll, I'll be great. And maybe right now, one day I'm not good enough to stand in front of people and preach, but one day I will be great. I can't just sit still because I'm not good now. Mm-hmm. So that way, one to wait around on a day that I'm going to be great, I have to work on it. So like, yeah. I apologize if I talk over you guys. Uh, give me cri- like criticism if I need it. Even in the comment section, I'll never look at it in a bad an eye and, and, and roll my eyes. Um, not everything's perfect. I'm, okay. I'm trying my best to sit here and be as authentic as I possibly can. And the George Janko that I truly am proud of is somebody that is so far away from being perfect, but so hungry to try to be there. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm pro- yeah. I'll probably never land there. Mm-hmm. But what a good thing to aim no for. No one's perfect. Yeah. But I can't be sitting still because I'm scared of people making comments and being like, yo, like, why would you do that? Blah, blah, blah. This is a man. It's you like, can't please everybody. Like, I, I there's st- always going to be somebody that's saying something about it's, what you're doing. You could be doing so the hard. best thing in the world and they'll be like, God, I don't, why are you doing all that nice stuff? Huh? Like, what, what for? Like, there's yeah, always going to be somebody. There's people like you know? critiquing Mr. Beast for curing the, the blind. The, curing the blind. That's crazy. Like, bro. <laughs> they just can't <laughs> see it. Well done. I shake your hand, but you're so funny. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was waiting uh, for that. Boo. <laughs> boo. You want? Oh, you can't even hear no, your headphones. Can't. Hilarious. I, I just like to imagine what you guys are listening to. <laughs> um, Jake Paul said something to me once uh, that was really cool. He said, if I walk on water they'll say that I can't swim. Mm. Oh my Bro, and that shit hit me so hard. <laughs> oh my yo, yo, Jake Paul. Jake Paul dude. has some dimes sometimes. Oh and I'm like, bro, God. they they hit you right in the head, bro. Wow. You know what I'm <laughs> uh, That's great. That's a really great line. Well, I, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, this podcast. Um, I just hopped off the plane, took a quick hour nap, jumped on. Uh, because I really love this, man. Uh, I think this is going to be a slow growth. I think we're doing really, really well. I have a lot of uh, people that are excited to be on this podcast. I'm super grateful for that. Um, but for those of you guys that are tuning in, uh, that give me your ears every week, thank you so much. I really do feel out of all the years I've been here, I found my lane. My dream is to one day take stages and and make people laugh and feel safe and feel comfortable. I'm not aiming to be the greatest comedian and I'm aiming to be the biggest podcaster. I'm aiming to be the best version of myself and have an audience that could help me pay my bills for my family uh, and then maybe even do greater things that I'll do behind closed doors because I, I'm not a man who goes and shows what I do for the world. But just know none of this would be possible without you guys. Um, for the few of you guys that signed up to Patreon, thank you so much. Uh, that means the world to me as well. I do not take you guys for granted, and I will be posting amazing stuff on that. We we have been already, mm-hmm. but um, I just wanted to, before I sign off, just let you guys know that I full-heartedly am super excited about this journey, and I just feel like we're getting started. Absolutely. I really do. For real? Six. Yeah. We're early. Mm. Yeah. We're young. Yeah, dude. 
Yeah, I told somebody today. I think it was you guys. I said, uh, uh, I just turned thirty, and I've never felt so young and healthy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I feel like I feel like when I hit thirty, I was like, I'm I'm on my man shit. You know how Lily was at the zoo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Lily. I just I feel like a kangaroo that's just like. Pecked up. Just pecked up and yeah. like ready to bounce ready on to anything. <laughs> My imaginary friend when I was younger, her name was Lily. So I love that name. What did you say? My imaginary friend when I was younger was her name was Lily. What would you do if your kids started talking to like something random in the I would straight kick my son. Every kid in the has face. an imaginary kick, friend. So it's no a good imagination. Yeah. No shot. I have to clarify that it's not a demon, bro. Because listen, I'm a g I am feel like I'm gonna be a great like husband and father. But if my if Tell my that kid, kid is has like an imaginary kid, yeah, and it, son, it, he's like friend. he goes, Simon watches you sleep, Dad. I go, well, you okay. And well, Simon well are obviously, if your kid is saying like creepy stuff, then clearly, you know what I mean. We have to maybe get rid it's of not them. something. <laughs> then you then you just start recording it. <laughs> then it's not great, but no, <laughs> I had like a friend. I was like, I play with my friend. You want to come with me? You know what I mean? Like just imagine your friend. Nah, I'll get rid of you too. <laughs> you want to hear my three TikTok news? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't like sure. how you laugh like that over there, Jessica. <laughs> I laugh at his thoughts. Because like, I'm like, you don't like I'm my just TikTok dying news? in this seat, and I, I feel like I just gave it everything I got. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. No, we can no. end it. I just wanted no, to no, remind no, you of no, it. No, no, no. I didn't want to get off, best, and then you'd be like, oh, why didn't you remind it, me? It's the best part of our podcast. I can't, I can't not. Okay. And it's still, I mean, I always the most barely hard. makes the cut. I like, like we're, we're always at the end, and it's like, Dude. Okay, okay, if we'll you do want it. it. Okay, Listen, we'll we can it. save it for <laughs> next time. <laughs> you imagine how people already signed off because like, guys, I just want to thank you for being here. <laughs> well, we can save it for next time. This wasn't like, this have to be, you don't have to include this on the pod. I just wanted to remind you of it. Just, I'll text you, I'll text you actually. I'll, I'll, I wanted to. Are we still? I'm feeling very insecure. We're not doing it anymore. No, we definitely are. All right, are. goodbye guys. <laughs> no, 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 no. What are you saying goodbye for? I need to hear this TikTok news. One second, let me just say, no, 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 go into it, read it, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> By the way, I, I want everybody to know, TikTok news is my favorite part of this. I was the no, one that know, came man. up with uh -huh. this segment. Don't I make know. it seem like I don't like it. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm playing. <laughs> All right, well. Take the stage, Shauna Delarica. For your TikTok news today, we have, there's a new breakthrough in male contraception. <laughs> Wait, what? Starting strong. Wait, what'd you just say? There's a new breakthrough in male contraception. What, okay, could you elaborate on what that okay, is? Okay, so a scientist made a breakthrough. So, what is he making a breakthrough on? Okay, so on like, you know, how girls have to take birth control, we have to have like IUDs or things like that in order to, you know, risk from not getting pregnant. Well, they've made a breakthrough in like a contraception that works for males, so a pill. A pill. A pill that men can take. So I guess before their attempt at having male contraceptive was a little like this little machine, and <laughs> you would dunk your testicles in a pool of water while they are gently zapped with ultrasonic waves. This is this was it's their like, that like prank you did on Logan. The orange <laughs> juice. <laughs> that was so funny, dude. He's talking about the time that I told him that testicles actually have taste buds and you That's can taste one shit. One of the funniest videos I've ever and seen. And I was like, and he did it. No way. I can actually taste it. And this dude got butt naked <laughs> and put his balls in orange juice. Uh, first of all. But this isn't the one that they found. So this was their attempt before. It was like, okay, this could potentially work, right? But now they made a non-hormonal drug 
that's in, that they did trials on on mice, and it was 100% effective on the mice in stopping pregnancy infective. in the first two hours, 91% effective in the first three hours, and then after 24 hours, then, you know, your levels, they return back to normal, so then you can, like, make a baby again. Um, but so how it works is that it works, You men would take this pill, and then it halts the sperm from swimming towards the egg or maturing to the stage of where it's able to fertilize. So they just kind of chill out. Yeah, I guess it just like stops the... That's what's up. That doesn't seem safe at all. You know? So I don't know. Just, it's, all, it's just the, <laughs> all the seamers are like, we'll just hang here for a bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean... They're just floating. <laughs> They're not swimming anymore. <laughs> yeah. But hey, listen, this is, they've only tried it on mice. On mice, it's been 100% effective. So, but if this does work... Then you know there would be the option of like women having not having to take these like hormonal like pills and, you and said hormonal it's things not in their hormonal, bodies. So they, the side effects are like they call it Plan. That's a. the thing I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it not Plan C? No, 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 because men are better. So it's just <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I mean, listen, it's about time. Like. 100. No, 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 I'm no, surprised. What do you mean? No, it's all women that are were like uh, freaking. Tearing down our bodies, adding all these extra hormones in our bodies to stop us from getting men pregnant when men should also have a solution for your sperms to stop from getting to us. I mean, we're the I one that's shooting the load. You'd think that we're yeah, the Yeah, you think there was like, a way. I don't I don't agree. I mean, like you, you take you take your own decisions because it's your body, but I wouldn't I wouldn't do that for my body. Listen, yeah, I mean, I think it's all a choice. And again, we don't know, like, what the side effects are going to be, like, with the long-term run. See, I wouldn't want you to take it because, again, this is a brand new thing where it hasn't been fully tested out. We don't know, like, Yeah, they haven't tested on the testes. Very good. <laughs> Very good. No, we don't know what it could do to you, like, long-term. You know? Sorry. But anyways, whatever. It's but anyways, just sorry, man. That's very thrilling. Just a breakthrough, cause yeah. Just a breakthrough. Hormonal <laughs> contraceptives for women are a lot, but you know, it is what it is. At least that's a cool thing to like find out about, you know. No, no, thank you so much for finding out about that's it. That's dope. I love that I'm always, I always have like this disappointed tone in it, but I love every single one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> another thing, I have this one that's a little more serious, but I'll leave that for the end. Um. Why, why do you always why kill leave us it for the end? Why, why do you do that? You do sandwich that all it. the time. Stop killing okay, us. Okay, I'll sandwich it. Okay, yeah. let me sandwich it then. This is nice. called a good shit term. sandwich, by the way. When you give good news and then a, a lot of shit yeah. and then like small good news, it gets called a shit sandwich. Mm -hmm. So uh, for the third time in the space of a couple weeks, yet another vehicle has crashed carrying hazardous material. In Arizona? Yes. So in Tucson? Yes, this do was you, the third No, no, no. One. This, do you know Jake Broido? Yeah. He lives in Tucson? And it was in the air so much, he went into his backyard and started coughing. Yeah, yeah, babe. It's literally like, you see the video of it? It is like masses of like deep orange gas being released into the air. You know how terrible that is for you? It's, let me tell you what it is, was in that truck. It's, it had nitric acid, which is, it's a highly corrosive chemical. And like you even inhaling it, like it can give you... It causes severe lung damage when inhaled. So, like, that's so detrimental to your health. No, I know. He said he was coughing. His eyes were burning. And so they, they went to uh, uh, Phoenix. And in my mind, it's like, bro, like, what is happening? There is this, like, shit has always happened and we just never knew about it. But lately, I've been, like... Partly. I mean, Egg listen, farms are exploding. The first one like, was in Ohio. The second one was in Houston. Now, the third one's in Arizona. The first one in Ohio was a train, and it crashed carrying uh, substances of vinyl chloride, co uh, colorless hazardous, 
hazardous gas that is used to make PVC plastic and vinyl products. And vinyl chloride is also known as a carcinogen. Carcinogen is absolutely terrible for you. And no, like, it's not. It's really good for you. Carcinogens? No. Are you nuts? <laughs> Do you see prolonged, yeah, your confidence? Prolonged exposure can cause liver damage and a rare kind of like liver cancer. And if you think about it, look at this. Look at this picture. This is what. I've been farting like this whole podcast. I'm smelling it right now. I, I drifted like 10 feet deeply, over. Deeply. I'm, so, I'm deeply sorry. This is the chemical cloud. No. Above From what? In Ohio. That's what came out of Georgia's when that train. <laughs> Dude, basically, <laughs> what is this? When the train, like the all the chemicals no. that came out, of, that's the big chemical gas cloud that's over it. And you know what's crazy about this? I think it's over me this? right now. Oh, my God. It smells Ugh. really bad. But um, you know what's like terrible about this is that all these chemicals are being released into the air, right? So they're being absorbed. What's going to happen when it rains? It's going to be <laughs> pouring <laughs> down on us. All <laughs> these like terrible <laughs> chemicals. No, for real, though. Um, why does it say the news is fake? The war is real. Is this from the war? Don't read that. It's a screenshot. Somebody well, don't posted read it. the fine print. Don't read no. what the guy was saying. Georgie, when he I don't know it. who's posting this. I don't know what they're credible. I just it's this just is the, the picture. picture of the. Yeah, yeah, listen, we're not credible either. The segment's called TikTok, TikTok News. Yes, but no, but these are real <laughs> things that have happened in all these different places. Which, like, it's so really. So wait, is, bad. That, is that the is that the dark thing you were talking about? Yeah. Well, I thought it could go a little bit darker. Yeah, what do you get a little mean? Darker next time. The people in Ohio, poor people, like they've like had headaches and they're feeling like nauseous. It's, it's Ohio. <laughs> you know what I mean? If anybody's going to bear through it, it's Ohio. <laughs> Ohio men and women are just, they're not normal, bro. They're like, they're, they're just human creatures that walk around and they could do it all. Look at GP, bro. Different. Different, bro. Yeah, but That still. guy will eat a bear and wear it as its skin and then walk around claiming manlyhood. And by the way, he is. He's the most manly man I've ever met in my life. He's got big hands. He's got big dick. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we should have wrapped it up a while ago. I'm yeah, dying here. Yeah. Right, what's the next one, baby? It's really bad. Um, okay. Well, there's really a new study that was conducted in Taiwan that suggests that you can check the length of your fingers to find out how likely you are to end up bald. So You love studies, huh? Mm-hmm. They tested this with 240 men that were diagnosed with male pattern baldness and found a correlation with the length of men's fingers, specifically on their right hand, and androgenic alopecia, which is like when you are bald, become bald. So apparently they said that a man is six times more likely to go bald if his ring finger is longer than his index finger oh on his right God. hand. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I was just waiting for you to say what the important Are you guys part both was. in the clear? Oh, yeah. I'm in the clear. Let's go. Because they believe that the length Wait, of a man's... ring finger? No, I'm kidding. Hey, why, why does she just turn into the baby? <laughs> Let's go. go. Uh, no, uh, they believe that the length of a man's <laughs> ring finger... That was a terrible joke. I'm sorry. I'm running on one hour of sleep. They believe... Bro, stop. They believe that the length of a man's ring finger is often influenced by the level of testosterone exposure in the wound, which can impact the development of hair follicles, which I think makes a whole lot of sense. So anyways, check yeah, your, adds up. Check your right <laughs> index finger. It does add up. It adds up, man. You guys it does are add up. Absolute no, wankers, up. the both of you. You know, there's a study that... I'm here <laughs> delivering hard news facts. I'm, I'm putting some... Information in the young people's brains. Things to know. Things to <laughs> know. 
I love wow. you. Yeah, sure you do. I love you too. <laughs> uh, guys, how do you think about this? We were thinking about putting the couch this way and then a chair here so it kind of looks like we're like facing each other. I feel like that would be so much better. Yeah, that'd probably mm-hmm. be better. Yeah, because yeah. it's hard to like, like I can be turned towards you, but then like the whole time you're more like looking this way. So, you know, it'd be nice. And then you can have yeah. some eye contact. So we could, Yeah, we could talk to each other and shit. Yeah. All right. Well, that was fun. Well, do we could, yeah. So bye. We'll kiss you later. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And s- follow our Patreon. And fuck. <laughs> follow our Patreon, please. There's a lot of cool stuff on there. Cool stuff. Stuff we got extended. Bell's nudes are on there. Can you just imagine? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just. I was like, baby, just show him something now. We have to. (laughs) Uh, Okay. See you later, Gators. See you later, guys. Bye.